Ooh, child. The ghetto. Maddo. Hey guys, welcome back to the Sassy and Safe podcast with your three favorite girls, Teresa, Kosi, and Esther. Three women, different walks of life with one goal, please God. Bringing you conversations where kingdom meets culture. Are they ready? They're not ready. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of your favorite podcast. We were MIA for a minute, but obviously we had to take a break like everybody else in this quarantine. I hope you guys are enjoying your quarantine time, or maybe you're over it, or maybe you're just just scraping by, whatever you are, whatever stage you are in, in quarantine, we pray that you are doing well and not gaining weight. Amen? Amen. (laughs) Today we have um, a topic that was pretty hot on the TL, Christian Twitter, as you know, is always having debates. And recently, they had a debate about the topic of soul ties. Now, in the world of Christianity, soul ties is a word that is thrown around all the time. I'm sure you've heard it before. Even if you're not Christian, you've probably heard Christians use it before. So today, we're just giving you our take on the topic. And well, guys, what do you think? We'll jump right in. Do you think soul ties are real as they are not biblical? Or do you think they're just one of those agendas that has been put into Christian culture to stop us from having sex? What? the? Okay. So first of all, when I saw that yesterday, when I saw there was a whole debate going on about soul ties, I was like, who woke up? this morning and decided that soul ties weren't a thing, right? <laughs> okay, first of all, I grew up hearing everything about soul ties like everybody else, right? So mm-hmm. it's kind of a part of like what I understand, what I believe in and all of that stuff. So mm-hmm. to answer your question, number one, yes, I believe that soul ties are a thing and there's biblical foundations to that. And the, only, the, the issue that I see here is that we're always trying to find loopholes in the Bible, Mm-hmm. I don't know if people know this, but like the Bible wasn't written in 2020. You're not going to find a lot of our cultural references in the Bible. You're not mm-hmm. going to, there's certain things that we do today. You're not going to find the exact same things in the Bible. But mm-hmm. the idea of having to like, first of all, trying to take like a piece of whatever he was saying, we don't know his whole sermon, but taking mm-hmm. a piece of whatever he was saying and trying to, you know, analyze it and find a loophole, but did the Bible really say this and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Nobody forced you to walk with God. Okay? <laughs> Thank no. you. It's not by force. Like, really, it's not. So, like, I don't understand. Like, every, you want, like, to have your cake and eat it too. Like, you have to make a choice. I think the Bible even says, like, if you're lukewarm, like, I will vomit you out of my mouth. So, like, find yourself where you want to be and, like, abide. There's principles, like, to stay on that topic. The Bible says that you become one flesh, for example, with, mm-hmm. the, with your, your husband or your wife. Or it also says, like, let each man have his own wife. There are biblical principles to the idea of soul ties. So that is my take. I don't understand why we're trying to find loopholes. People are just playing on words. And I'm mm-hmm. tired. Nobody forced you. Go. Do do you, babe. But that is what I'd be saying. Like, it's okay, go sleep Sundays. Sundays is hard to wake up, you know. Sundays. <laughs> I always say of all the days, if church was on Thursday, if church was on Friday, if church was on Saturday, even maybe Sunday is when the sleep is sweet. Nice. And you wake <laughs> up and go to church. 
for nothing. Go, go sleep. Anyways, so, so what's your take? Okay, my take is that I definitely believe in soul ties, um, but I think that the way that we're being, like, the way it's being expressed in my mind is a little careless. Like, soul ties happen on so many levels for me. Soul ties happen in mm-hmm. friendships. Soul yep. t- because if you hang out with somebody enough, you find yourself starting to talk like them, starting to be like them, whether you, like Teresa, people say we, right. we sound alike, for crying out loud. Right. I don't, I, okay. You know, so it's like when you hang around somebody enough, you, you and your spirit and their spirit, your soul and their soul, whatever the case is, starts to merge. Mm-hmm. Your emotions start to merge. You start to care about them. So yeah. I think it's, careless to assume that sex is the only way you can build a soul tie with somebody because right it it creates that loophole where there's so i've seen so many relationships that are extremely one like y'all are basically married like by, by the time you're sh- you're sharing a bill mm-hmm. you're you're a union <laughs> you know like you know how they say marriage is a piece of paper marriage really is a piece of paper like right. the second you you start doing marriage things like like that the second you're building a soul tie and you think well we haven't had sex so that's it's not a soul tie. like it, it it's as dangerous and i wish mm-hmm. people i wish we would talk about that more that sex is not just the only way it's not like the only way you can build a soul tie is through sex like there's so right. many dangerous other ways that you could be connected to somebody spiritually that Definitely. I also, I also think we need to talk about. Yeah, that's, that's very true. Very important. I think, um, first of all, there's two different arguments that people are trying to merge into one. There's the existence of soul ties. And then there is, does a soul tie affect your destiny and everything? Because I see so I saw a series of tweets of some people saying like, Oh, soul ties are not biblical. Da, 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 da. And then when it's refuted with scripture, then they'd be like, okay, but is that going to offset my whole destiny? Because isn't God love? Why did he die on the cross? So it's really two different topics that, you know, when someone's losing, they just come up with new stuff. But it's really two different topics that, that people are trying to merge into one. So I think we could definitely talk about the both of them. But let's start with soul ties. And pretty much, I agree with you guys. Like, when I saw it, I'm just like, I don't, I don't get it. Like um, Kosi said, it's not only through sex. Both, like Esther said, these are biblical principles. Like, it's a thing. For me, I, you know me, I just, teacher, I just reduce it down to the simplest form. If it makes sense, it makes sense. If it doesn't make sense, it doesn't make sense. Well, you know, when, when God tells us not to do something, it's not because God is not your Nigerian parent, eh? They don't, it's not because they don't want you to, to see you having fun. It's actually because it'll destroy you. It's like saying, well, if you honor your father and your mother, or, or you, if you dishonor your father and your mother and bad things start to happen to you, then that's not true because God is on the throne and I can do whatever <laughs> I want and still be blessed. It's like, no, that's not, it's not because you you being affected by soul ties it's not because god god wants you to be affected but yeah carry your two legs yeah to go and sleep with somebody what do you think is gonna happen i don't you know mm-hmm. what i mean like you carry your two legs to even if you don't sleep with someone like i said to bond with a person to spend all this yeah. time all this energy mm-hmm. to literally mm-hmm. become basically one with this person you think what's gonna happen god is gonna be like Oh no, it's fine. It's not even real. It's not real. Mm-hmm. Psych. <laughs> like, what, like, what do you think is, come on. But even like that. taking spirituality aside, which yeah. 
like even if you take that out and we just say okay me we're all like if we all pretend we're all people that don't believe in god we don't believe in soul ties we don't believe in anything we're just out here to live our best lives okay you dating a person even talking to a person if you spend time in the talking stage, talking to them every day, uncovering stuff about yourself, uncovering things about yourself, being vulnerable, being open, because you're actually trying to build a proper relationship. That's what you have to do. When it ends, yeah. they will know stuff about you. You yeah. will know stuff about them. You would have been vulnerable with them. You would have shared your dreams, your visions, your aspirations, your weaknesses, and things like that. You guys will have a bond, a connection, like you said, even if you did not have sex. Yeah which is a tie. But because it's soul tie and Christianity, yeah. it's a fight. Like, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't get it. Yeah. Um, I saw a guy who said, it's not a soul tie, it's unhealthy emotional attachment. Whatever you want to call it. Like, uh, uncle. <laughs> uncle. Okay. It's not, oh, my God. Yeah, see, sure. it's not, cauli- it's not uh, cauliflower. It's cauliflower rice sauteed <laughs> with- um, tomato reduction. <laughs> it's not cancer. It's an uh, abnormal growth cell in the body, in the nucleosis of the mitochondria. Get your get out of here. <laughs> exactly. It's not a soul tie. It's an unhealthy emotional attachment. I love it. What? Wait. <laughs> okay. Well, either way, the consequence is the same, eh? <laughs> Literally. Whatever you want to call and it. And it's even like, you see people on Twitter all the time saying, be stingy with yourself. Don't give everybody access to you. And stay away from toxic people. Blah, blah, blah. And all of that is fine. Yeah. We're saying the same thing, just with the word soul tag. No. And that's a fight. Yeah. It's so crazy to me how anything that has to do with christianity is a trigger for everybody like it's yeah. just as soon as you put sprinkle you know salt bay as soon as you salt bay some god in there oh it's a fight like i can't i cannot so we all agree that the topic of soul ties does exist now with that being said do you agree with the second point that it can affect your life your destiny and if you are in a soul tie, then life is over. Because I think that's how people are interpreting it. Okay, wait, wait. wait. I, no, he said something very wrong. specific. Let's, I kind of want to... He said that you're leaving pieces of yourself, like, wherever you go. Okay, and I like don't believe that. walking around pieces of you. I don't believe that. You know? That's no. what he said. And that you will never be, I, I quote, he, you will never be everything God called you to be because people are walking around with pieces of you. That's what he said. And I, I think that's where the debate is, should be. Yeah, I don't, I don't believe that either. That's so, that, what was it? I, didn't, I wasn't listening. Oh, he said, um, you will never be everything God called you to be because people are walking around with pieces of you. Mm, okay. Right. I feel like... Mm, yeah, I, I, I can't subscribe to that for a couple of reasons. One, um, I think by default, because we are sinners, we're automatically, like if you, if you want to use, I, I, I just don't see how. Like we're automatically not going to be everything that God has called us to be just based off of the fact that 
we sin <laughs> and you know what I mean? And, and you, you fall down, you get up and you fall down, you get up. So I feel like now that being said, if you are not repenting and you are like, if, like if you've had a promiscuous past and you are to at a certain point, uh, uh, this is going to sound so it's so, it's so case by case in my, in my head, in my head is case by case. Like, let's say you are a certain age, you have sex, you repent. Um, and that's it. You don't have sex again until you get married, whatever, whatever. I don't think it's fair to say, well, because you had that one ex-husband, you will never be everything that God has called you to be. Because I feel like there's, I said ex-husband. Wow. <laughs> because you have that one, that one partner that you never be everything God has called you to be. Because I feel like automatically by default, because we sin and we have a sinful nature in us. Of course, we're not controlled by our sinful nature, but because that's something we have to deal with anyway, we're never going to be completely everything that God has called us to be. So I don't think it's fair to say that because of someone's bad choice or like sin before they met Christ, that they are not going to be everything that God has called them to be. That being said, though, there are obviously consequences of sex. That's not even like before we even go to the sin side, there's obviously consequences of sex. There are children, there are diseases, there are emotional baggage. There's certain things that you may repent from, but have to deal with, which I still don't think will make you not fulfill everything God has called you to do or to be, but I can understand how that will change the course of your life. Right? So, um, but when it comes to people are carrying pieces of you around and that's what it's, it sounds as if you have reduced and therefore because of your reduction. So this is not, this is not because, um, you have any consequences except for the fact that you slept with somebody or like I said, like we've, like we've even agreed, maybe not even sleeping with somebody, maybe just having bonds, soul ties, whatever with other people that definitely wasn't the will of God that that means you've left pieces of yourself. And so you are no longer your complete self. And because you are no longer your complete self, that is why you will not be everything that God has called you to be. I, I resent that. I cannot like, there's no, there's no biblical basis for that. There's no, there's no, it's one thing to say like, and why is it only soul ties? That is the reason why I'm not going to be everything that God has called me to be like, we leave pieces of ourselves when we, do, when we sin, <laughs> like, or if, if we're going to go with that analogy, which I don't think you leave pieces of yourself with anything anywhere, but if we're going to go with that analogy, like when you do, excuse me, when you do certain things, you, you leave a piece of your honesty there. You leave a piece of your, like when you sin, it opens room for more sin. If you're sneaking around, then you have to lie about it. If you're lying about it, then you have to, you know, do more sneaking around. If you're do so you're leaving pieces of your innocence away. So in that aspect, so I, I just don't see how it's like, e. it just doesn't, it just, it just creates this like guilt and shame aspect that I don't think anybody needs to focus on. So I don't, ag- I don't, I don't yeah. agree. Agree with that part. Well, I mean, for me, it's just in terms of like never becoming everything that God has in store for you. I don't believe it's true because I believe in restoration and all of these things. I think it's like, I think definitely disobedience and sin can cause delay in your life. Mm -hmm. 
but I I personally believe like we've seen it even like in so many cases in the Bible or wherever like you're supposed to do something in 40 days you end up doing it in 40 years because mm-hmm. you know you sin you become comfortable in what you do you don't even know if you're it you're oblivious to what is happening around you you're frustrated you don't even know why so it's definitely a cycle that you you can get into but definitely the part about leaving pieces of yourself i'm still trying to understand what he meant so i don't really know what to think about that i'm kind of i don't know where i stand about that but um i don't think that because sex is not the only sin like you were saying like there's so Mm -hmm. many other sins there's so many other Mm -hmm. things that we do i know that like maybe I think they say sex is the sin that you do against yourself when it's outside mm-hmm. of marriage or whatever. So maybe that's why, but I don't think that's going to stop someone from accomplishing what they're supposed to do. Like if you repent and you get back on track and if you do whatever you got to do, I don't think God is going to like hold you. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't. See, I disagree. I kind of agree with Mike Todd. Um, I... I, 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 okay, hold on. Let me say, I agree with you guys in a place and and on the point of restoration, like, like Kosi was saying, I don't think that your whole course of life is altered because before you came to Christ, you were sleeping around. So now all of a sudden you can only like, there's a cap on who you can be. I don't believe that. Like Esther was saying, I believe in restoration. That's the whole point of our faith. If not, then why are we here? Let's all go and sleep on Sunday. Like it doesn't make sense. But I think, I think, I agree with him in a sense and at the point where when I heard it, I didn't take it as black and white as, oh, do this. You're leaving pieces of yourself with people. I took it as like, well, that's basically how I listen to preaching anyway. So I, I always, it's inference. I don't ever say like black and white. Okay, I slept with this person. So a piece of me is in this person. A piece of me is in this person. But what I know about sex and what is pretty much what Esther just said sex is the sin that you sin against yourself in a sense where you when you engage in sexual sin especially you become a slave to what you should be lord over everyone knows my favorite line in the world is i'm not lord over my own life but sexual sin will make you a slave into what you should be a lord over so you should be a lord over your body. You should be a lord over your mind. You should be a lord over your will. You should be a lord over your emotions. But sexual sin will make you a slave to those things. Now you no longer make decisions that you even want. You can know what is right, but you will deliberately do contrary to that because of uh, fleshly satisfaction or because of sex or because of, which I even have a personal experience with that my undergrad everyone knows my testimony my undergrad testimony like you know you know that this man is not right you know that something is wrong you know but because you want to keep having the sex because you want to you don't even know what is even driving you to keep going back and this happens in abusive relationships be it physical abuse uh, verbal abuse or whatnot you don't even fully know what is driving you to go back to a situation that is not good but you're still going back that is an external factor that has now made you a slave to your soul. And that is what a soul tie is. The soul tie is not necessarily that, oh, I'm leaving myself for this person. or It's literally what you should be a lord over, my soul, I'm now a slave by, that it controls me based on my involvement with another person. It happens even in gangs. Like you can be an innocent little person in high school, you get involved in the wrong crowd. 
everything that your mom has taught you up to that point is now out the window because you want to gangbang and be be lit like you are now no longer you're not a slave to your soul because of what fitting in and those are the pieces i guess of yourself that you leave because everything that you've been taught your self worth your self love your confidence all those things are now left with the person with that's what you exchange for your soul basically like mm-hmm. if you are in a relationship with a guy and he's treating you dirt you're exchanging your self worth for mm-hmm. his or you're exchanging your respect for his attention that is the soul pack so that's how i sort of interpreted it that's why i agree with him but definitely i don't think like physically you cannot be restored you cannot you can like restoration is a thing redemption is a thing but it definitely takes intentionality which you need to know first of all that you even have a problem have a soul tie and then work through the process of getting over that that's my take I think the reason why okay so obviously a lot of people kept on saying ah oh, watch the full watch the full clip watch the full clip but the reason why statements like that are dangerous to <laughs> I don't want to say society because people are dying but <laughs> dangerous to you know like the learning the christian you know, it's because not everybody's going to do inference, inference. Like, not everybody is going to do... Yeah. Yeah, not everybody's going to do, let me take everything with grain of salt. People are really going to think... Right. Especially because yeah. it's been perpetual. Like, I have literally been sat down and been explained sexuality like a woman is a chocolate. And if every man <laughs> is going to take a bite out of her, a bite out of her soon, there will be little left. And then her husband mm-hmm. is not going to enjoy her as he should be enjoying her. And it's like, wow, you guys mm-hmm. are awful. That's not true. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> you know, so I think like statements like that add to what they call purity culture, which is actually like this toxic thing where it's kind of only on the basis of a woman and da 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 da. But that's another discussion. But um, I think talking about like say it's just like say saying that you won't be your full self because people are carrying pieces of themselves around you is very oh uncle caught up in the moment but we know what he meant <laughs> you know what i mean like, yeah. really, he really was caught up in the moment yeah. thank you thank you because uncle. he was caught up in the moment but you know what he meant but then i do feel what you mean because like obviously we are we are seasoned in church culture and seasoned in 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 church in the word of god i beg yeah in the word of god to be honest but someone who's just scrolling and they're not like obviously they're gonna be like what the heck which i i agree with it's probably a very poor word choice but you know under the anointing you just have to bring that word out but at the same time it's kind of facts though it's no see here's the thing it's facts if this is a lifestyle that you're continuing it's facts if you are constantly finding yourself in multiple relationships whether sexual mm-hmm. or non-sexual, multiple yeah. soulish, deep relationships really? with men. A lot of people do, a lot of people in church love situationships. They love okay. situationships. Yeah. And church situationships are the worst because obviously you're not having sex. Yeah. But you're doing a lot yeah. of late night conversations. You're do- it's deep, bro. It's deep. <laughs> So but it's, of- it's literally it's literally worse than having sex. You could have yeah. just had sex and been gone, but you're giving more of yourself. Then there's so much more to you than your body. You know, I said so that. I think 
Oh. I think that's what he's trying to say. Like, yeah, you, so if, I think if, he's not even talking that much about the sex. I feel like he's talking more about you emotionally giving yourself, giving yourself to, someone, to somebody. Yeah. Which is so much more than your body. It's better. It's actually better. Hey, let me be careful before. They yeah. Say, yeah. Be careful because, sex. because, oh, oh, yeah. No, I was about go. to say it's, it's better no. to have sex, but it's not me that they'll catch. It's not you that they'll catch. You, 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 you. <laughs> giving yourself emotionally to someone is so much more than giving yourself physically to someone. That is the whole purpose of marriage. People get married and they, they fall more in love. They have sex on the first day. They got married, they have sex, then what? I always say it, Kosi, you know, you get married, you have sex, then what? Because then what? But they fall more in love as the years go by. Why? Because they see how the person handles situations. They see the person ride for them. They uncover more and more about the person in their spirit, their emotional traumas, and they see them battle different things of life. Like those are the things that make people fall in love, not the physical part. So you literally kind of are leaving pieces of yourself if you are spending a long-winded time doing late night conversations telling everybody about oh and this is what happened and then this is what happened and sharing the innermost part of you and then at the end okay bye like what yeah yeah so just just to reiterate you are absolutely not going to fulfill everything that God has planned for you if you continue to toe that line if you do not find Mm -hmm. a way to lord to 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 have to what's the word to lord your flesh to to you know to, yeah. to be able to control to over your flesh. yeah to yeah. be lord over your flesh if you do not go back to god for repentance if you do not find healing for all the trauma that comes out of when you leave those relationships absolutely right. you're not even going to be physically in this physical realm because fam <laughs> do you know how many people will do they're dating, dating, dating. Then as exams come, boom, break up. Then all of a sudden you fail your exams. Like even in the physical, you're barely mm-hmm. able to, to keep up <laughs> in the physical. Mm-hmm. Is what's that says, thing they call it? Um, emotionally unavailable. Isn't emotionally that, unavailable, that yeah. Even in the physical, you're, you're barely able to handle it, much less in the spiritual. So of yep. course, if, if, if this is a, if this, if you are finding justification for why, you know, you, you, you're not leaving your spirit with somebody. You're not doing this. You're not doing that. If you're finding justification for your sin, then I don't know what to tell you, bro. Like you're, I promise you actually in the physical realm, you probably even won't be successful. Like if we even remove, like we say, if we remove the spiritual parts of things, there, there are a lot of things that come with having like having a bond with somebody on a physical level. Like I said, there's children, there's diseases, there's, there's an appetite for that kind of sexual pleasure. There's an appetite for attention. There's an appetite for all of that stuff that you get used to. Mm-hmm. Um, on the emotional level, like you've made yourself available. You probably, the person will probably become your therapist. There's a lot that you're used to, la di da di da And you find a lot of people, like I literally know so many women who like, let's say they'll be talking to one guy. They're talking, no, they're not dating. This is not their boyfriend. They'll be talking to one guy. Then the guy will just say something stupid. Or he will like one half-naked girl's picture on Instagram. Next thing you know, they're calling in sick to work. They can't come because they've been crying all night. We're laughing, but it's like, you've been crying all night. You can't come. 
Like, I know so many people who, like, they, the men that they're talking to will do, I can't talk to you anymore, right before the exams. Let's say, you know, you failed your exam. You can't mm-hmm. concentrate at work. You need to take up, mm-hmm. you need to do this. You need to do mm-hmm. that. You need to, it's like, okay, so do you guys not think that that is something? You just think that that's just yeah. what, just chin-chin. Just, you don't think that that is, <laughs> you don't think that that's something to pay attention to. But like you said, when she start adding God to things, when she start giving people biblical answers, then ah. Yeah. No, but it's like you literally have to go and see a therapist every time you leave a relationship because they scar you. But if yeah. we want to tell you the reason why, it's because it's so tight. Say, ah, it's not true. It's a fight. Like, what the heck? <laughs> makes me sick, man. Oh my gosh. But I, I also really want to. I was telling Chris the other day, I was like, honestly, when we have kids, I'm going to teach them so differently about sex. Like, I was thinking about it the other day. I said, you know, when you have sex with somebody, you get naked, right? But it's like, oftentimes, if you are in, if you're having premarital sex, or like, you're just in a sexual relationship that you shouldn't be in, or you're, or you're even doing one night stand, whatever the case is, you finish having sex, then you get up and you put your clothes on, then you want to cover your body, you don't want them to see you somehow, mm-hmm. somehow. And it's even like, some people, they don't, they don't get fully naked, though. They'll be you wearing know what clothes I mean? And it's like, isn't that can't you see how mad that is how can't you see how mad that is that you literally will let somebody's body actually enter your own body but for them to see you naked is a big deal and i said okay even if and i I started breaking it down i said okay let's say you're one of those people you don't have shame whatever everybody can see you naked free the nipple blah 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 if you can walk around with somebody naked then you should be able to open yourself up to them emotionally otherwise you should just be a publicly naked person, right? Mm-hmm. So let's say now you slept with somebody. A mad they, man. A mad man. And that is what <laughs> mad people do. They walk around publicly naked. Naked. Exactly. So <laughs> if you're not able to show your nakedness publicly, you're only able to show it to one person, then if you're showing yourself physically naked to one person, you should show yourself na- emotionally naked to another person. That's emotionally emotional vulnerability. But oftentimes, we don't want to be emotionally vulnerable so now break it down again you are able to be naked with somebody you're able to allow their body to enter your body but to share emotions you don't want to now let's say okay yeah you're able to share emotions all of this stuff okay if you're able to share emotions then why don't you guys just live together like why don't you why don't you just be together yeah if you're already physically naked and you're already emotionally naked what's the point then okay, oh, maybe they're not able to financially support you or support themselves. And it's like, is that not madness that you're doing all the adult things, yeah. but you're not able to handle the adult? So it's like, for me, yeah, listen, as if, if, because a lot of people do, marriage is a piece of paper, marriage is a piece of paper, sex is the soul tie. Listen, the second you are able to financially handle, um, yourself and another person like they're able to you guys are able to move in together and 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 be financially independent and you're also able to be emotionally vulnerable with each other and you're also able to be physically naked with each other you can go ahead and do whatever you want to do now where it tops up for me is god's blessing that's Mm -hmm. why we get married because there are a lot of people that are living together and are emotionally naked and that are physically naked but they don't have god's blessing on top when you ask god blessing on top that is a marriage 
because a lot of people are also married and i i don't know if i don't know if question mark if god has blessed it if god has blessed it but you know mark. so i feel like that's how i want to introduce sex to my children i won't just say oh don't have sex because you'd be leaving pieces of yourself with each other i would just say if you're not handled to ha- if you're not able to handle all these responsibilities yeah. if you're not able to handle the financial aspect of it and i promise you when you start working nine to five and you start paying some bills, the level of men you hang around automatically change because you're not going to waste your time when you are making money. I promise you, when you are paying your bills, you're not going to hang around with someone that's doing, hey, do you want to go and hang out in the this? Do you want to go? Let's just chill. I make money, bro. Mm-hmm. First of all, my availability, mm-hmm. are sh- I'm not available at noon anymore. If it's not six o'clock and beyond, I'm not available. If it's not Friday, I'm probably not available. So automatically, your, your level has changed. Yeah. So that's how mm-hmm. I want to introduce sex to my children. Because we're doing this, don't have sex, don't have sex. And Christians are doing everything but sex. And mm-hmm. say that they're not having sex. I, mm-hmm. If I slap you people, <laughs> if I slap, to be honest, to be honest, I know a couple honest. that literally shares bills. I'm like, you, you're sharing like when you break up, you have to call all these companies to say separate the bills. That's a divorce. Yeah, and you're saying you're not having sex, so it's okay. Are you mad? <laughs> You've already hit level one, which is the financial part. That's <laughs> You've so even funny. hit level two, which is the emotional part. Now you're waiting for the physical part, but the boy is doing, uh, I'm not ready for marriage. You're very mad. You're already married. You don't know. <laughs> it's so funny. Like, I, think, I think that's good. I like that. Um, I think just the whole idea around sex in the church is warped. So I really like how you've broken it down people and i think i have just been if you, you've probably seen on my instagram that i've just been burdened i have this holy anger for women and <laughs> this oh my self-worth <laughs> series is coming out it's coming out with a passion and a vengeance because i have this holy anger for women in this season like don't piss me off you better know your worth sis don't piss me off don't i have a oh such a holy anger it just rise it's just bubbling in my spirit i'm thinking of it now it's just bubbling in my spirit that, that like you said that oh <laughs> like you said you'll be there paying bills and you see that the level of men that you can attract but even still so that you will be naked physically even if it's emotionally with some rats for what <laughs> for what for what <laughs> like he can literally do nothing for you and you're exchanging singleness for suffering because you want attention and you're putting yourself in a soul tie setting yourself back years and years and years because you're gonna break up now you will there be having low self-esteem you will be having doubt you will be unsure of yourself and, 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 a holy anger is just bubbling <laughs> in my spirit. I'm coming yeah. to teach the women of God to not take this nonsense, to build your self-worth and make sure any man that wants you has to come up. You don't come down for them because it is well. It is well. Just to round that up, they say, what was that thing they said? They said you either aim lower or you, you work harder. Mm-hmm. So that's how like people need to see it. But one comment that I saw, I think, on the thing was the whole debate about, um, what was it? It was um, teaching being grace-focused instead of shame-focused. 
And that is one thing that stood out to me when I was reading the comments because they were basically saying that nowadays in church, there's a lot of teachers or preachers that... Um, preachers? Preachers that use the word of God to kind of just shame people and that we have to like be in this grace culture because Jesus came and he paid the full price and everything. Mm. <laughs> I mean... My holy I, anger is bubbling again. <laughs> I understand. Yes, some people teach based on shame. They will use self-righteousness. They will do all of these things. But there's another situation where maybe, just maybe, and I'm not saying that for anybody. I'm just saying just maybe you feel convicted. <laughs> I even posted it today. Wasn't that today that I posted it? I, I posted it today. Because <laughs> did you post? I didn't post it. I posted it today. Go find it, go find it, go find it. What did you talk about? I definitely did post it. I yes, I posted it today, ten hours ago. Absolutely, I did a thread. Let me read it out. People are quick to jump and bash those speaking truth because it convicts them and they feel condemned. Mm -hmm. That is what the truth does. It shines light in dark areas. The Bible says the word is a two-edged sword, so it's supposed to pierce you. The real gospel is unpopular. That's why Jesus would say true disciples will be persecuted for his sake. Preacher, preachers and teachers of the word who are usually liked and over-glorified, is beca it's because they're usually safe. Ignoring the truth will not make it go away. We're quick to discredit anything that makes us feel uncomfortable, but that is the point. Yeah. yeah. Holy anger just arising in my spirit. And then I even put what even what Esther said today, we're in the spirit. Following Christ isn't easy. He said that. If you want to do it, do it and surrender. If you don't, then don't. Like, <laughs> do what you want. But in man, don't blame Jesus. Listen, 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 listen. There's more. Every day, the love of God, okay? What about the love of you? What about the love of you? Every day, everybody wants to do, oh, the love of God. The love of God overshadows the love of God. What about the love of you? Because the last I checked, a relationship was two ways. And what do relationships require? Time, effort, sacrifice. We all say love looks like lust until it's time for sacrifice. A true, the true test of love is sacrifice. So Jesus has, God sacrificed Jesus, his son for us. And the love of God, the love of God. Where's your love? What have you sacrificed for the sake of Christ? What have you sacrificed since you came to Christ? What is one thing that you sacrificed? Sex, you still want to do it. Drugs, you still want to do. Smoke, you want to do. Club, you want to go. What have you sacrificed? Oh my God. <laughs> like, oh my God. And then you'd be mad because someone is saying the truth and you feel condemned. That's the point. That's the point. The point is for you to condemn. The point is for you to be condemned. That's the no, not condemned. Not that condemned. Is is wrong. And change. Not condemned. Not condemned. Okay, convict. not condemned. Convict. Convict. Sorry. Yeah. So that you will know that something is wrong and change. Yes. Hold on. Let me. My something heart. is going on with my internet. Let me just change that super quick. Okay. Are we changed? Awesome. Yes. I'm. I'm all clear. <laughs> yeah. I'm all clear. clear. Okay, awesome. So, um, okay, my 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 point of view on that is, um, you know, I have a uh, yeah, um, 
I'm struggling. I'm struggling. I'm trying, you know, Teresa, you said we shouldn't, I'm trying not to be a critical person. So I'm going to, I'm going to chill. Um, <laughs> I, I definitely believe that there is a lot of fear and shame based in some of the ways that we've been taught about sin, you know, because, you know, sometimes human beings just feel like this is how can they tell, you know, at this point in life, I just feel like, you know what you mean? Well, God bless you, but it's not working. It's not, it Mm -hmm. doesn't work like fear and shame. Actually. I mean, maybe it deters a couple, uh, like 2% of the population away from sin, but in reality it's not working because people are doing God will forgive me. God will forgive me. Um, and when it comes to grace at the same time, I mean, sure. But grace is also a lot of, there are a lot of people that are preaching on grace and grace is also empowering the God will forgive me audience. I think that, um, see, like you were saying, right. So it's like, I found that honestly, uh, Okay, so Ravi Zacharias is my favorite preacher in the world, honestly, and he passed away last week, and I can't even talk about it without crying, so I won't even think about it. But he had a he had a um, a sermon on shame and how it's actually useful. Um, a little bit of shame, a little bit of shame, just a little bit of self awareness, because when you live in a world that has no shame then there's, it's just chaos. <laughs> but mm-hmm. like, this, this is how you get free the nipple, da 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 da, da. Like when, <laughs> when, people, when people don't have shame, there's a lot of chaos that goes around. But shame kind of brings a perspective of this is wrong. Shame in a way, True. shame in a way is a little bit of, um, of your like moral boundary. Your boundary, exactly. It's like your moral compass. It's like, I won't pass this line. Mm. Because the second you lose shame, you, you have people doing all sorts, especially when you go into the pornography industry, people are literally eating people's feces, like on camera. That's a lack of shame, exactly. That's a lack of shame. When you have no boundary for what you consider as sin, what you consider as wrong, what you consider as immoral, when you have no shame, you just have, a, you just have chaos. Now, that being said, we do not preach the gospel on shame. There's a difference between conviction and condemnation. Condemnation is very specific. Condemnation is, let's say you lied. Condemnation is you're a liar. Everything you do is a lie. You can't even think without telling the truth. Look at you. You've heard these people. Conviction says this action is wrong, but you are better than that. So don't do it again. Conviction always sees the best in you and the worst in your actions, but it's not about you. Condemnation sees the worst in you and who cares what you even did. (laughs) You you could literally even be doing the good, a good thing. You could even, and this is why the, the enemy uses condemnation all the time. You could literally be preaching the gospel and the enemy will use, Oh, you're a fake you don't know what you're saying, you're, you, you're this, you're that, the enemy will try and condemn you and make you feel like you, you, have, you should not be here. Conviction says, I am exactly who God has created me to be, and because of that, I shouldn't be doing these actions. These actions are not of God. So that's the difference. So now, if someone is telling you something that's a biblical principle or like it's biblically based and you feel that that is attacking you, 
you really need to figure out where that's coming from. You need to really figure out, is it, are they, yeah, like, uh, is the person telling you that your action is bad or are they saying that you are bad? Because those are two different things. Condemnation says you are bad. Conviction says your action is bad. So someone telling you not to have sex for the sake of (laughs) eliminating toxic soul ties in your life, I don't see how that is like, it's it's not it's hurting you because it's it's working the (laughs) conviction is working they have nothing to gain they actually have nothing to gain yo that's a word (laughs) they have nothing to gain (laughs) because your sex is doing nothing for them they just want to help you okay (laughs) like like god just wants to help you that's it holy smokes yeah oh my gosh but we do have a lot of sensitive. Uh, uh, we, we're we're raising a lot of sens- sensitive Christians in in, uh, in this day and time. I'm not gonna lie. Because everybody, lie. people don't like the truth. Like yeah, that's the thing. That's just the truth. Really offends people. Like somebody came on my page in my question box on my Q and A to ask me what they should do when a guy is inconsistent. I said that he doesn't like them. And then they came to write back again that they think it was the same person. It wasn't the same person. What? Okay, like, okay then. All right. Was it the same person? It was the same person, huh? People don't. They don't want That's the hilarious. truth. You don't want. You, you don't want to be helped. You don't want the truth. You want to lie. They want to hear so what they want to hear. Enjoy it. Chop it. Smell it. Eat it. And enjoy it. Like because. You you hate the truth. You hate the truth. Oh my god! Nonsense. Mm. <sighs> Nonsense. That's so, hilarious. Well, all of that to say. Um, any final words, guys? As we wrap up this episode, clearly, just to recap, we all believe in soul ties. We believe they exist. Soul ties are not just um, through sex. Also, there are healthy soul ties. There are good ones. There are people that affect you in a healthy way and there's good soul ties they're not only bad they're healthy soul ties they're unhealthy soul ties we believe in them and um pretty much they're it's it's much it's much more dangerous to give yourself over to give your soul over to someone than your body and so just be mindful of that like even in your friendships and your relationships your soul is worth more than your body so be mindful of that um, I think my final thoughts, as my husband said, <clears throat> single people are going through it in these streets <laughs> because <laughs> I, I showed him the text about the girl saying a guy can, be, can like you and be consistent. He said, how? <laughs> oh. He literally said, he said, wow, single people are going through it. <laughs> like <laughs> the girl was the guy to like her so bad. But, um, yeah, basically what T said, you know, soul ties are not just based Nonsense. off of soul ties are not just based off of sex. Um and sex is not the is not is not is not the worst part of you you can you can basically have a union with somebody without the physical part. You can have a financial bond, an emotional bond, um, and then mm-hmm. the physical bond. And when you have God's mar- God's blessing on top of that, that's a marriage, people. Because people in the Bible, they didn't sign a document. <laughs> they they shared property, 
they, 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 you know, bonded with each other emotionally and they had sex and their families approved and they prayed about it. And that was a blessing and that was a marriage. So if you find yourself starting to share bills with somebody and you're talking with them morning, day and night, you should look carefully and see if that person wants to marry you soon, because otherwise you're setting yourself up for, um, heartbreak, you know, which is, just as worse, if not worse, than just having sex with somebody. Um, because, you know, that, that too. So yeah, be guided, be safe. And uh, Esther. <laughs> right back to you. Yeah, um, well, the thing is that I think you guys said it all. Um, definitely, there's healthy soul ties. So I think it's just about understanding your boundaries, knowing yourself, and knowing where you're taking it too far, because obviously it's not only um, physical connections that can create soul ties or unhealthy attachments, whatever you want to call it, uh, but just <laughs> being too close to someone before it's time or just when it's, you're not even supposed to be in that situation. Um, it's going to leave you with consequences that we discussed that you don't want to go through. So, yeah, my only thing would just be... a uh, know yourself, know your boundaries, be careful in your relationships. And maybe the last thing is that I have to say, nobody forced you to give your life to Christ. So <laughs> feeling it, it's not by force. So yeah. Good talk, guys. Bye. Thank you guys for listening. Until next time, we love you. Bye. Bye.